Yo, uh, on that emergent gamer planet, uh, were mm-hmm. the audio inputs on there functioning properly on that planet? <laughs> they were actually, which is which is which is crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could actually be on one side of the planet with your tin can and some yeah, on the other. Yeah, they solved that in the future. So it is an, okay. it is an idealized world. You can you can fantasize in there about working hardware. Yeah. And it's, real quick. it's like I'm on a fucking cooking spit with you people. <laughs> it's roasted. Roasted. Roasted, baby. Episode 298 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. I'm Felix Hergood, and we're here for a new show. And I got Locke here. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And I got Trip Zero here. What's up, guys? It's Trip Zero. Not a new show, another episode of our same show. Yes. But we're still here, and we're having a great time already. And and we got a very special guest who's sitting next to me. We are both vaccinated. Um, and we're excited to, to have Kevin Oates back on the show. Kevin Oates, well, tell, tell everybody the last episode you were on. Oh God. What was it? I think you said, uh, 219, 219 or 218, 218. It was back in uh, September of 2019, September of 2019. You sound good on that mic, man, here. actually. Dude, oh, you thanks, sound yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. Cause every time I listen to like, both, a podcast, both of our like, audios sound like, like full. He sounds yeah. better than you. Oh, yeah. mine shitty. Yeah. No. I listen I mean, to my own know, voice and like I'm just like just oh, a better voice. I, hate yeah. sound. Like, I think he has voice. a better voice. Yeah, yeah, I think he has a better That's voice. What, than you. what about just, now? Yeah. What about now? Do I sound better? I don't know if you can fix that in post, man. It's just something <laughs> you were born with. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he just yeah. he sounds more beautiful. Got it. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But you know I what? Can, don't. Can, it's out of your control. Don't. Don't. It's out of my control. You know some of my favorite it, parts. You know? Real quick, just <laughs> every time you guys do an introduction, you spend the next couple minutes like talking about like how great the introduction was and like how excited Felix was to do the intro. <laughs> and that's usually the actual first five minutes of the episode is like, Oh man, you had it right at the end. And then like you blew it. And like <laughs> it's, yeah. it's true, man, but I made it. Yeah. I did it. I, we did, ever, I made we, it. Through. We look sometimes at a, you know, how can we cut our content down when we go long? And it's, it's a good point that it's like, this is a five minute conversation about the intro. Well, what, what is our primary topic tonight? Trip zero. I think we landed on, um, we're talking gonna, a little bit about start, E3 spec. We are. Speculation. We're going yeah. to dip our toes in the, in the pool of E3 speculation. Cause we're getting up close to it. This year is going to be another like transition year. Last year was all digital, uh, obviously because of, you know, world circumstances this year people are trying to kind of bridge the gap it's going to be an, an interesting year for sure and as always it's an exciting time of the year when people's gaming uh hopes and dreams either get confirmed or dashed on the rocks so we're gonna have a couple of our own we'll talk about it kevin Oates is here as the nintendo expert i'll have a lot of insight as to what they're working on and doing um it's gonna be a good, good conversation exactly. um, but we're gonna start with what we've been up to as we always do. And um, one of the things we've been up to is growing our YouTube channel. So if you have not subscribed to that yet, yes, go to YouTube. What are we? Where are we? YouTube.com slash emergent gamer. Cause we have a, a name now. We're, I'll we're tell all you, grown I'll tell up. You, we're I'll past hundred right subs. Now. I'll tell you right now. 
I'm going to try and go to that. <laughs> go to YouTube and type slash something related to our show. You'll find us. Try it. It's going to be a fun game. Emergent Gamer, Emergent Gamer Podcast, Emergent Underscore Gamer. Who knows? One of those things will lead you to our page. Subscribe. You'll get the video content about our shows you've been doing, little standalone content, breakouts, uh, little conversations. It's going to be the place to be. YouTube.com slash Emergent Gamer. There it is. That's the one. Easy, Done. Easy peasy. Takes you, um, took you right to it. Look at our our our, our eyes. It's just our eyes. <laughs> the top of the yeah, batter. That, well, there's, the there's batter, some things that have to be updated with that, I think. The batter is our eyes. <laughs> I think it's our eyes in a, in, a, in, a, in a very five years ago Instagram filter or something like that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> but yeah, we could chase that. We could totally chase Let's that. bring it right to the guest. The guest and Felix. There what were is. you guys doing? What's up today? What's been going on? Tell them what we were doing, man. I think it, I, I had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, we were playing. Um, God, I forget the name of the game. You forgot the name? Yeah, Hunt Down. God, I would say Crackdown. Christ, it's not Crackdown. Uh, hunt Down. <laughs> hunt Down. So I mentioned okay. briefly Hunt Down probably many episodes ago, like I don't know, ten episodes ago or something. But Hunt Down is on Nintendo Switch. It is a side-scrolling, cyber futuristic, eighties um, uh, homage to to that you know period of time but not just in the storyline and not just in the characters that you're playing but also in the look of the game so what game does it look like kevin oates oh dude lots lots of it had, it had nods to a lot of things yeah the, the, the biggest game if you're a huge fan of contra 3 alien wars this is going to be your game because it feels just like contra 3 alien wars except you're not killing aliens yeah I think that the last people we were killing were hockey players on the subway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's got it's got um, different sections of the game, very much like Final Fight. If you guys have ever played that by Capcom, um, you fight different gangs as you're going across a, a, a you know like a war torn um, like cyber eighties like you know land, uh, landscape. But it's side scrolling. It's got a barrage of different really cool weapons. Um, it's got a really great cover system. That's, it does, yeah. That's the best part about the game. So basically, you can cover two ways, obviously, behind barriers. But it's really easy. You just hit right on your D-pad or your uh, thumbstick, and you instantly go into cover. Your character just, if you push toward uh, the cover system, you instantly go into cover. It also utilizes, um, what, do, what do we call that, 2.5D? Yeah, Is that 2.5D. What they call that? Kind of like it the uses 2.5D um like shadows. Basically, when you're walking mm. along like a corridor or something like that, there'll be like a darker area, which represents a shadow uh, area, like a doorway or like a hole in the wall or something like that. And you can push up on your D-pad to kind of go into the shadows to dodge bullets. So it's not just mm. always crouching. It's not just always jumping over bullets that are coming at you. It's you can literally crouch uh, or push up and go into push down to, to duck or push up to go into like a like a crevice in the wall or something um, and and it also has a uh, a really cool dodge uh, where you can dodge through people almost like a dodge roll or we haven't or really we, we had to use that on the one we're boss, not fucking but. good at it but uh, there is a there like one of the the second or third boss that we had to fight um, was that the wrestling one the uh the wrestling one is the one where you have to use it. So a total rip, not a rip, but you know, a nod to the Macho Man Randy Savage, just how he talks. And you actually <laughs> fight. You have to jump in this like steel cage ring 
and you oh, fight shit, him in there. Cool. Yeah, and in that, he dashes back and forth in the ring, and you you have to use your essentially your dodge roll to dodge past him uh, to not get okay. hit because he's he's virtually he, he nails you every single time if you don't do that. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's really hard. Like it's not easy mm. even on two players, and we picked normal. Can you imagine if we were playing on like that? There was a hardest difficulty. It was like murder or something. Well, that wasn't unlocked yet. I, well, I noticed. I remember right, the, right. the first boss, like we died the first time, and then the second boss, I think we died three times. You kind of get used to like patterns and everything. And then, but then it re- it tells you at the end of uh, one of the sections that you complete after you beat the boss. It it tells you how many times you died. And one time we fought a boss, and we looked and we we're like, oh, six times dead. Like, yeah, yeah. So it got it got. Uh, pretty crazy, but uh, it's a hella good uh, couch co-op experience. Yeah, you've been. They, uh, sorry, he's been on my butt they for a difficulty. Sorry, buddy. Do you think they they upped <laughs> the difficulty because there was two of you? Uh, I f- it felt like that. Yeah, right. I, I tried it alone. I mean, that game really hurts. It playing on normal mm-hmm. alone. Like I, I, I struggled really hard trying to beat each of the bosses. We got much further than I ever got in the game. We ended up getting to a whole new gang. There is a, a a cool feature in there too, which uh, I utilized a lot. It's called uh, resuscitating. If you, if you oh, die, yeah, 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 I can go over and kind of do electronic. You, kind your of thing character and... pulls out like these electronic defibrillators, <laughs> and like right, you, right. You, when your your buddy's down, you have to you have to click the what the A button over and over again repeatedly, yeah. and then eventually your character will defibrillate and go and and bring your buddy up, and then you like just jump up and you're ready to, to get back into the action. I mean, we were fighting this one boss where it was like I was down. He would defibrillate me. He'd go down. I, you know, like I'd defibrillate him. I'd go down. Like, and it just it was like this constant play where we were just trying. And you have to do this while you're still engaging combat. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. The enemy was fucking trying to kill me, and I had to defibrillate Kevin, and then he had to defibrillate me, and like it was really it was really hairy there. Um, But yeah, it's just like so we were talking about like the Nintendo Store. And we were talking about how, like, compared to, like, maybe the Xbox store or the PlayStation store, which seemed to have, like, more of a filtering system, like, for the most part, Nintendo eShop doesn't really have, like, a great filtering system for what's garbage. It's horrible. They they don't really vet anything. Um, But this Mm. game was one of these games where I just found it in, like, I don't know, I like the art style. It reminded me of uh, Contra and, like, the screenshots. And then I was like, I'll take a chance on it. I think I paid like 14 bucks for it and I was really shocked at how fucking fun this game is. And I, I, for months I've been telling him about it. I even sent him video, you know, I took some video like just on my phone um, of me playing it. And I was like, check this out. You're going to love it. And then I was like, you got to get, when COVID is over, you got to come over and do a couch co-op. So not over, but when we're uh, vaccinated. Yeah. When vaccinated, that's what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. Um, yeah. And then, but it was like one of these things where I kept saying to him, you know, when are you off? And then he wasn't off and I was working or vice versa. And then coincidentally yesterday I go, Hey man, you, are you off coming up? I'm off tomorrow and the next day. And he was like, Oh yeah, I'm totally off tomorrow and the next day too. I was like, why don't you come over? We'll do the couch co-op and then we'll go right into the show. And he was like, cool. Yeah. Let's do it. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, awesome. Does, because I don't own a switch, I'm not sure. So for the, it's an interesting point that you made about games not being vetted. Is there a review system too? Like, can you read reviews in the, Ooh, in the it can be based off no? like rating, but I think that's really like flimsy. Cause also the, you know, I, I like the, you know, I love indie developers and all that too, but I feel like yeah. there's stuff on there that 
should not be on there. It's like mobile game quality. Like I just don't understand the quality control on there. There's a like they like there. It's either it's bloatware, vaporware, stuff that just like made really cheaply and put on the store to move. The joke like, I made was sure. a couple bucks. Sure. Yeah. They yeah, sold a game yeah. called Santa Tracker. It was ninety nine cents. <laughs> it's like, well, you can imagine what that is, but like, why is that on there? Like, what? Like, like, where's What's the, the point of it? Yeah, yeah. dude, I I downloaded um. Uh, this game, it was so fucking hot trash. It was, uh, I, and I did mention this on the show, but I couldn't remember the name because I, I didn't have my Switch, but we were just looking at it. It was called Road Redemption. Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, my God. It was, did you guys ever play Road Rash back in the day? You talked about yep. this on the show yep. before, too. Yeah. I did talk about it yeah, on I remember the show. You, yeah. it, it was recent, but I couldn't remember the name. But we Road Redemption looks worse than the original Road Rash that came out. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they didn't even rip road rash well they fucking failed at like ripping road rash like the worst fucking mm, game yeah man. um where you're just like riding and you're on the bike and then like i guess they're trying to create like a slip mechanic and then you slip and your and your bike goes like 40 miles off the track <laughs> <laughs> you know like <laughs> old pole, pos- pole position if you guys ever played that in the arcade yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. back in the day right. it's like the worst man it was so fucking bad so I deleted it immediately. Uh, but I think I only paid like you know, ten bucks or eight bucks for that. Yeah, it's a shame how that chops it up. But anyway, how they get you, man. You know, that's a hunt down because hunt down because hunt down because Nintendo has like a seal. Nintendo seal of quality is like a concept we've grown up with, right? You always look for the Nintendo seal of quality, and I feel like if there's something on the Nintendo store, the direct app store, the game store, you assume. That it has that seal of quality. Right. Nintendo has approved this thing being sold on the store. But you scroll through, like Kevin Oates is saying, the store, and there's, there's nothing but, not nothing but, but there's a lot of garbage and it makes you like mistrust the games in general, something you may want to take a chance on. Um, there's a game called Clubhouse. It's Clubhouse Games, I think. It's a collection of board games. This collection was $40, which is pretty high for like a non mainline game, right? Clubhouse Games is an amazing collection of board games, but the description and the initial photos in the sea of like potential bloat and vaporware made me really, really, really not want to trust it until a really good recommendation from a close person came through and said, this is the game to get. It's incredible. And it is, but it just, it shows how that like perception can be mired and can be like, you know, the Stratego in the detriment of other games. Stratego's not in there. Damn it. Kevin Trip, real quick. Um, I'm pretty sure Nintendo helped put that game together because you notice there's like that duck hunt from like the me, um, like the uh, there's other games in all there too. It's very, very similar. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I think I you could were be right wrong. about the. Um, I thought Nintendo had a hand in putting that collection together, but you're right. Yeah. Just to, to go to your point. It's though, a very like, polished game, but like usually you think of like a collection of board games and that's something you would find on like the back of the sh- computer game shelf in target next to like right. the line next to like the Spanish software, you know, it's like, it's just like the stuff <laughs> right, you never right. pick up. Right. Yeah. I, I think, um, you, you make a good point about the like faith that we like intrinsically have for Nintendo. And I think it just goes back to Nintendo, like blatantly not caring about their online and digital space, like in yep. any capacity. You know, it's what I mean? so weird I mean, what their stickers for definitely goes into that too, for sure. Yeah, I just feel like they're they're it's just their infrastructure. Like it, it's not it's not hard to have quality control. I mean, Apple does it. You know, like yeah. I mean, there's it just, clearly, it's clearly a, through so many facets. Obviously, not a priority right, for Nintendo. Right, right, right. I just um, bought the um, I bought the 11 inch uh, Pro, the new uh, iPad Pro. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I bought it ex- exclusively so that I could play the Apple Arcade games in a larger like screen. Just so mm-hmm. I can try them out and see what they look like from an iPad. I also got it to play Civilization VI. <laughs> look, man. Good for you. I, I do it with Stardew Valley. It's a game that I own on a lot of different consoles. Yeah. And I love the fuck yeah. out of it. Real quick, did you want to tell them about the other thing you were doing? What was the other thing? You don't want to bring it up, though. No, what? The mods? These conversations. <laughs> he's, yo, he's trolling me into talking about things that he knows you guys don't want to hear about. Just so, just, no, he, just so we can adult. hear you guys roast me. No, I, just I, said no, quick. I just said real quick. I just said real quick. Updating our now. friends with <laughs> look, what we're doing. Look, I fucking did it again. I broke. I broke a Skyrim fucking mod <laughs> like playthrough. God okay? damn it, Kevin! I broke it. I br- I broke another one. Like that's what I do. I just break it. That's I all. I just wanted him to say that. That's all. Just because up because what trip? Uh, this is all. Quick update. This is all I'm gonna say. This is all I'm gonna say. This is where it goes I, down the hill. I'm so addicted. I'm, I'm so with a couple pebbles just rolling down the hill, and you just you see them just like just like and they trickling, get, and then all of a sudden yeah. it's a fucking wave, and then yeah, I'm so is. addicted post <laughs> the start of a Skyrim playthrough to adding extra mods as as and I got to stop doing that because if I do that, it clearly breaks the load order. Like <laughs> you you want to load it up, have it, and then play the game, right? And I just didn't. I didn't do that. It's my fault. I didn't do that. So, but yeah, I have another. I have a question, but I'm go not going to ask it. No, go no. ahead, ask it. I, I no. want to know. Go, <laughs> just, no. just ask it. You know, no. Uh, Kev, I hear you've been playing Resident Evil. Very true. I've been playing uh, Village. So I've been doing it. Uh, people probably been playing through this game three and four times over now. But I'm. I usually do like two hour stints, and I do actually stream it. Um, and I do oh, that just, oh, shit. just for my PS4, and it's really just so like I feel like I'm not playing alone. There's a couple other people in chat mm. here that pop in here, and trips popped in, and it kind of helps me um, get, get through it. Having people kind of like talk you through, it's like oh, like great job yeah. you got through that last part. Am I like, even following crazy. you? Probably not. No, Jesus, I'll give it out. Yeah, when I'm in there, I'll, I'll be in there. I watched your beginning of Village. I watched, you did all the Resident Evils. I copied your idea for what I'm doing on stream right now. To be honest, I yeah. watched you play the other ones in the series, and I watched the beginning of Village. I I'm cautious now when I pop in, I just kind of take a peek, see what you're doing. And then I'll just right. like switch tabs. Cause I'm going to get there eventually. I don't want to uh, get spoilery, especially as you get deeper into the game. Um, right. right. But yeah, it's always, it's, it's a great vibe. Yeah. I, I did the same thing, Kev. Like I did a horror stint for a while where I was streaming a bunch of horror games, like back to back to back, um, like a while ago. And Mauer did you do Condemned or Fireside what was the game be. you did? Like we were, yeah, were doing like Outlast Outlast stuff, yeah. Outlast, that. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I saw. And I would like I would never play that game off stream. Like I, that would never be like a. But but again, Outlast is a little bit like like straight horror versus Resident Evil's a little bit different. But still, I get the I get the idea of like turning on the stream and people jumping in and chatting and like it being more of like a social party thing. It takes like the you're playing a scary weight game. off a little bit. Uh, yeah, it yeah, definitely does. Yeah, 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 for sure. For it's sure. pretty it's cool. cool. This is actually since the first time I've been in. Uh, in person doing a podcast I've, I've seen for the very first time the xbox series x and the ps5 and my little mm. ps4 slim is hurting when i'm playing the uh playing resident evil village i'm trying to call it village really? too i think people are not saying calling it eight i think but also uh i mean it is eight right? it is eight but it's people know it is resident evil village but anyway i bought this um micro not micro but a usb fan for my uh, ps slim ps4 slim it just plugs in the front and it just helps get all that hot air out of that 
machine because that thing definitely. That's the only reason I would have wanted to have gotten like next gen. Um, is for you know I've seen like kind of side by side comparison. Um, it doesn't make the game, but it definitely would would help because there's like definitely you know they try to hide like loading screens like if you're on an elevator. And I feel like I'm taking an elevator down. It's like Jesus Christ, am I going to the center of the earth here? Like <laughs> I'm like on this elevator it's forever because like, it's still like, it's like goddamn mass- loading. It's like original Mass Effect on Xbox 360. Used to be on those elevators for so fucking long, waiting for it to load the next map, the next section of the map. When I started playing uh, Grand Theft Auto V, I I started that on the PS3, and I would, I felt like I was sitting for legitimately five minutes (laughs) waiting for it to load, like an actual five minutes. You're talking about when you're looking down on the city and you're like hovering above it. I'm stuck, I'm hovering over the city again. It, it sounded like it was going to blast off into space. And then it literally killed my console. Like, my console stopped working. My, um, my PS3, the, the big one, with all the, uh, the IO ports that never made it to later gens. Like, I, have, I had a CF card reader on that thing for God knows what reason. On that, four USB ports on this behemoth of a That's PS3. The one that I, is that the one that I have, Felix? Is that the same one that yeah. you sold me? Yeah. Yeah, I, I tried one time trip. And I booted it up, and it sounded like it was going to fucking take off. And I yeah. turned it off immediately, and yep. never, and never tried to play That's it again. That's the reason. Like, I like, I like, I tried to like. All I was doing was standing still at the start of the game. I hadn't <laughs> even moved my character yet, and it sounded like it was going to fucking explode. And yeah. I was like. Nope, not playing yeah. this. That's the no, reason I, I bought a PS3 God of War. The, the, that's the reason I bought the PS3 God of War, the slim PS3 one, God of War. I. Because I was I was having all these problems trying to play the one game, I bought a mm-hmm. PS3 for. Like I bought thanks it for. for it what? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, well, you wanted so it for. for it I, no, you wanted <laughs> it for I'm something fucking, else. I'm fucking with you. What I'm was the game you, you wanted it for? Didn't you say was it Shadow of Colossus? Uh, no, I mean, I, I, you gave me Last of Us too. I had. Oh, it was Last, Last of Us. Us. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you yeah. you wanted it for that. Um, mm-hmm. but man, I couldn't run GTA Five on that thing. Where fucking damn, man. So I ended up getting the the Kratos special, the fucking God of War, the Red God of War PS3. It's still I'm at least closet. glad though that you know with recent events with uh, other game developers coming out where you know they prioritize you know newer hardware, it runs mm-hmm. really really well on the PS4 Slim. It's, I think it's just maybe the situation like where my console's at or whatever, but it it runs it, it's fine. But I, I have seen like kind of what it looks like on PS5 and those loading screens and being a lot shorter and just kind of the overall visuals, but it's fine. I, I really, I'm not really like a huge stickler on that stuff, but um, gameplay and all that too is great. Buttery smooth trip real quick. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but it's very similar to Resident Evil four in many ways, including your inventory system where you kind of have to do the, it's back to doing Tetris again. I did um, see that early on. And then when I popped into you today, I saw a gun upgrade screen. that was yeah. very looking, very similar looking to four. There, and also very similar to 4 in the sense that I thought I was done a few days ago. I'm like, oh, I'm like, out of this, this area, like, this has got to be it. I'm at the last part, and I was not at the last part at all, apparently. <laughs> it's just like, which is great, you know, for... Classic, yep. Yep. But I have to, and that's, that's, I mean, our, uh, that's our friend I've, behind us, too. That's Lady... Uh, yeah. Lady D. Lady D. Nine foot two. Nine foot two. And yeah. did you play? Did you uh, did you play seven? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did a very similar like trip, but I, I did it on a very low key thing, and it was uh, over the summer. And I, I should go through oh, zero and one, one again, one through one, yeah, one through seven. And I did do the remakes like trips doing as well. Mm-hmm. He did like two and three. Um, 
But I probably should do zero and one again because uh, I was a little little worse for wear. I was in the bag, so I probably should go back and do it again. <laughs> I, remember, I remember a good amount of it, too, but I had the same ending uh, trip had at the end of um, the remake trip where, like, I had the Magnum, grenade launcher, tons of herbs. I'm like, I'm ready to go into this, like, final fight. Oh, yeah. And uh, we got the similar ending. I think it's because we didn't save a certain person, but, dude, it was... I mean, I'll share it for you guys, but you just get picked up in a helicopter instead of fighting the, the final tyrant. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, like such I a deflating. The, I never played Resident Evil 1 at all. So I played the remake, the GameCube re-release that was then ported to PC. And this and what Kevin's talking about is, and I didn't know this at the time, depending on your actions, there are different endings. Mm, and there's a, there's a possibility where you don't have to fight a final boss. I think there is a final boss. There is. But I got up to the roof of the facility, right? And I'm ready to like, I'm loaded up, I'm geared up, I saved, I just equip myself, healing items, ammo, ready to go. And then the game's like, here's your like, you know, here's like a launch flare. You're going to summon the helicopter. I'm like, all right, I'm going to click the thing. It's going to summon the helicopter. It's going to show up. And then someone's going to like grab the helicopter, some giant monster and smash it. And I'm going to fight the thing. You know, I'm just imagining the horror that's coming my way. And I shoot the flare up to summon the helicopter. The game like stutters, like it's loading a a cutscene, And then it's like, like, ah, like Chris Redfield just, just leaning back in the helicopter. And I'm like, all right, so they're going to get shot down, right? Like they're about to just crash back on the ground. And he just, no, just peaceful music. You're looking out the window like, oh, that was the incident in Raccoon City in the Arclay Mountains. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm done? Like the most anticlimactic, just blue balls Ooh. ending to the entire yeah. experience that was Resident Evil 1 up until that point. The stress, the strain the focus the puzzles and then i'm just like i'm ready and it's like all right congratulations but is that like the is is that ending the like you did so that you did so well you don't have to do any more ending or is it the like it has to be right because i think so i I haven't actually gone back to research what gets you that specific ending yeah that's interesting yeah i didn't realize i've never played one so i've never beat one i should say i've played one i've never beat one right i I did i actually did this version on the gamecube directly years ago and got so scared with the crimson head mechanic which is where they can come back to life stronger and faster if you don't burn the bodies which was not right. in the original version and that shit was tough this intro is very long-winded i, I apologize if you don't have a lot of time but i think you agreed you're going to do resident evil 6 trip i think i i think i did agree i think you have to i'm going to do six you have to take the good with the bad and kind of oh man compare. such a garbage such a pile of garbage but we're gonna it. do it and we're gonna have fun, a lot of fun with it but yeah, so sorry. I mean, it might sorry. be better when you're playing it in like a cohesive order. You know? I think so. Like so. We can at least through it. Yeah, and we can at least laugh at it at the end of the day. You know, for sure, for sure. Um, cool. Well, thank you for sharing, Kev. We got a few minutes left. Trip. I know there were some things that you wanted to hit. Yeah, yeah. Um, nothing super pressing. If you wanted to throw in some of your stuff, I got nothing. I was at the beach. I got <laughs> nice, man. Hell yeah! Well, that must what a beautiful had. weekend. I mean, it rained the entire time, so I was oh, right. at I was in a different house for the weekend inside, but with no video games. So unless you want to hear me nope. talk about how I played Clash Royale on my mobile phone for fucking Ooh. hours, I don't. <laughs> I got, got nothing for you. Um, but yeah, I know there was some some actual gaming that you did that you wanted. To yeah, um, if you guys had heard, No Man's Sky had a little bit of an event, and this is something that they've started adding into their game of endless endless updates and additions and refinements there was literally a patch for no man's sky today called the prism update not what i'm talking about but like 
out of nowhere, Sean Murray rolls out a gigantic graphics overhaul patch and like winged flying animals that you can now tame and cruise around the world. It just he throws this shit out like crazy. So one of the recent content updates was every once in a while, they're going to do these like two ish week long events called expeditions where you start a, a fresh brand new save and you work through objectives. You work through like certain guided goals. And then if okay. you do this, you can unlock exclusive rewards that you can uh, you can redeem in any save on your device. Or you can also just convert your regular, you know, expedition save into a normal save and keep on playing because you get some pretty beefy rewards uh, and and money. Some people that I know, especially in our discord, we were talking about it. Some people were better off playing their expedition save than they were starting totally from normal. Wow. Um, I wasn't aware of this being a thing that even started. This is uh, so I missed the first expedition and this was the second one that just happened uh, over the past two weeks, ending on the 31st. The big deal about this one was that it was a crossover event with EA. So the big reveal at the end of this was that the Normandy ship from Mass Effect appeared in the game world, and you could claim that as your own, as one of the ships in your fleet. Because one of the cool. things you can earn in the game is, like, you can earn yourself a massive, like, Star Destroyer-sized frigate, and that can have subships, and you can have them just go out on missions while you're doing whatever you're doing on the planet or whatever. It's actually, it's insane, the mechanics that are, uh, that are layered in this game. But... Yeah, you can get the Normandy, get added onto your uh, onto your fleet as a little scout ship. And I wanted to do this right before it ended, but I ran into a little bit of an issue in that I couldn't start a save on the last day of this event. On my PC and on my PS4 versions, they both said event complete, even though there was like uh, officially 19 hours to go until wow. the 31st. Um I went online looking for, like, you know, is this a bug? Is this a problem? Whatever. Um, and a lot of other people that were trying to do this last minute, like me, also were having the same issue. There was something that prevented new saves being made as an expedition save, which meant if you tried to play it the last day, you may not be able to through normal means. Right. right. Um, I was able to get around it by changing my system time and going offline on the computer. Started the file um, when I thought it was four days earlier. I was in there, I was, you know, doing the expedition milestones. Then I, out of curiosity, made a hard save, but then went, every, went back to, like, normal time, and it let me continue playing the game with an accurate timer until the end of the event. Okay. So there's some, there's some weird, like, overlap with if you had a save to a previous time, you could play up until the actual deadline, right, but you right. couldn't make a new save on the day before the end. That was never communicated, so there was a lot of, like, just people didn't feel too great at the very, very end if they waited. Mm -hmm. You know, then, of course, you get the arguments online like, well, it's your fault you waited. It's like, well, they didn't communicate properly about the total time frames. It was a weird little ending to what could have been a very cool mission. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I hope in the future they're they're super crystal clear about how to be involved in this because it doesn't feel great to think you have a day and you don't have a day, even if there yeah, are workarounds. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, but, someone might plan for that final day with their own right. schedule. And you know? especially being a holiday weekend, if you hadn't heard about it and you had plans with your family to be away, it's like, well, I can get in on the last day and just knock it out, you know? Right, right. And there were some barriers to that, unfortunately. But in terms of uh, game content and like a structure to play the game, it's, it's one of the best things No Man's Sky has ever done. Mm. It guides you through 
uh, exploring. It guides you through upgrading your systems, your bases. It teaches you the game while giving you some really, really cool rewards to grow yourself in, in whatever star system you end up in, which is like the point of No Man's Sky. But it gives it like a framework that even the base game lacks, even though that's grown over time as well with its mission structure. It just It's a great way to like understand the game uh, other than being let loose in a literal galaxy, which is what you are, with when you're free to do whatever you want. Felix. Hey, Trip. what's the uh, hard mode called? I forgot. Um, well, there is, there's, there's normal, there's survival, and then there's permadeath, which is when you die, it, the game is that erases what you do? your save. Is that what you do? Or no, no, I do normal. Do, oh, you do normal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The only version of that that I played, I think, was survival. I didn't do permadeath, but... Really yeah, survival hard. is just like a like an up you know up difficulty version. It's really hard, but I like it. Is. It. It's very I, I, it's very hard. I didn't feel like it was that there was no logic behind the punishment. You know, it's like it was so so funny because like I randomly spawned. Just you know, you start the game, you spawn on a planet, and I sure. spawned, spawned on one with like acid air and shit. <laughs> well, they always the game will yeah. always start you in a very very harsh planet because part of like. The initial tutorial is like harvest this this yeah. mineral. Like this element is going to recharge your like environmental shields, or like uh-huh. get oxygen for your um, you know, your air supply in your in your suit. Like so, they put you in situations where you have to figure it out quick, or you're going to die. And even the death is like a learning process too, if it happens, you know. But survival is just that up to ten. Yeah, the very very last thing I did. Um, not that I quit playing that game, but like it's just involved. But the very last thing I did was I got off like the initial planet and ended up going to another planet. So it was cool. But yeah, that's at that point you're free to do whatever, have your own life in the universe. Like my main save, I got I got mines on a planet. There's mining minerals that I sell for like 50 mil at a pop. I got a couple bases. I'm a little bit hurt about the bases because I had some gorgeous planets. But after one of the updates that like changed how the planets are seeded. All of my pretty planets turned into trash planets. Like they look like burnout husks. No. Really sad. And planets that I had trash planets on didn't change. Like they didn't get prettier. I didn't get like the opposite problem. I just had hey, all my planets are shit now. So I got to go. I'm on a mission to find some new, some new planets. We had an emerging gamer planet. I was going to build roads, gorgeous vistas, multiple bases. I had a highway being built, and now it just looks like a like a Fallout map. Honestly, mm. so. Uh, we gotta we gotta find a new home in the in the solar system. But um, if I were to put a cap on this, No Man's Sky is for forever progressing at an incredible rate. Content is in that game nonstop. I'm, Literally, as the expeditions ended, a new community event started today, where you just don't you just have to passively explore, and it'll fill a meter up, and you'll get rewards at the end of that. In addition to a giant graphics overhaul that dropped and patched today. So I don't know what they're on. I don't know what they're ingesting into their systems to That's produce great, at the rate they are but they're just the game has had the biggest turnaround of all time yeah, seriously I think. the biggest turnaround yeah Kevin notes yo uh on that emerging gamer planet uh, were, mm-hmm. were the audio inputs on there functioning properly on that planet <laughs> they were actually which is which is which is crazy yeah okay yeah. you could actually be on one side of the planet with your tin can and some yeah they've, the they've solved that in the future so it is okay. a, it is an idealized world you can you can <laughs> fantasize in there about working hardware yeah. And it's, real quick, it's like I'm on a fucking cooking spit with you people. <laughs> it's roasted. 
Rest roasting, baby. Roast this guy. No one, no one knows it but you. So <laughs> you know, we're not really roasting you. I you know, know, if you just like pretend we're not. Yeah. You know, I, I honestly, I really want to try No Man's Sky now that it's on Game Pass. I feel like there's no reason not to try it. That's Absolutely. why I did. That's why I tried it, Locke. Yeah, because it was on. There. I think I would really enjoy it, especially now with all of these like added things they keep adding to it. Mm-hmm. Like I follow, I follow Sean on Twitter, and I feel like every like pretty frequently I see a post from him with like nine things like up oh, here's nine it's, new things inside of fucking yeah. no man's sky and it's like what this has Out been like nowhere. three this is like the th- this was three days ago you posted and, eight other new things and it's after like like, like the joke was that they they promised so much during their initial reveal at e3 and right. the game fell so flat right um now he has forever shut the fuck up and he has never promised anything mm-hmm. ever again and has just dropped up right. unexpected and unasked for massive content updates and upgrades to the game systems, processes, graphics. He said, all right, I, I really made a mistake by promising all this stuff. I'm just going to really shut my mouth and get to work. And he, he has not <laughs> right. stopped. Has sure, not stopped I, doing I that. was thinking that, uh, that video you showed me of the, uh, you know, what was <laughs> the Jurassic Park. The Jurassic Park one was just killer <laughs> yeah. where, you know, it shows yeah, like, it's the, like the E3 video versus, the actual release and they do that, wah, that wah, audio wah, meme of like wah, welcome to Jurassic wah, Park and then it's like wah, wah, but it transitions to like the kazoo version of the theme when it's showing <laughs> it's like a T-Rex <laughs> with like fucking wiggly hoof arms just and it's like on a gray planet and just the fucking it's pile of trash uh, real quick side note I saw a cool meme that said that Universal is pushing to have a Jurassic Park <laughs> meets fucking crossover Fast, Fast and Furious did you see that it's a picture of Dom yeah. and he's going what? Those dinosaurs yeah. could never defeat our family. <laughs> I'm all about it, dude. Take yeah. a fucking race car right over a fucking T-Rex. Like, I'm, <laughs> like you honestly, you can't make the Fast and the Furious trilogy any crazier. Yeah. Besides doing this. That's I can't, do. Dude, yeah. I, I just caught up I'm on all so of them. for it. I just caught up I'm on so all of them. It. I'm, I can't yeah, wait to it, watch nine. Wow. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it if it's true. I like or like you know like velociraptors in a hummer or something like I'm I'm down <laughs> for whatever whatever type of crossover they're trying to do. Um, Incredible. But yeah, so I think we uh, enough predicting about that. I think we want to hit some predictions on E3. Ooh, so Ooh, he did it. Um Good transition. We we have uh we have E3 happening like now ish essentially. Yeah, um, it's, it's going to be in in 10 days, really. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of trickle things that we've been hearing, um, leaks that have happened. And then of course we have dates for when different companies are going to be, um, sharing different things. Um, so what is, what are some of the things that you guys have been hearing thus far that you're excited for? Maybe what are some of the companies that you're excited to hear present at E3? Um, like where are you guys at with it? as a as a conference this year well it's a little bit tough because i think e3 is still in in the process of piecing themselves together right at least from an image perspective for sure you know uh people don't really know what to expect um with how disjointed things were in the last year um sony is still not showing up which we've Mm -hmm. expected um and I'm surprised at some of the companies that have said they're presenting like, like Ubisoft, like Xbox. Um, but I think 
those companies recognize that E3 is still an important like waypoint in the year. Sure. When and E3, they said so much themselves in their internal documents that we talked about a couple episodes ago. E3 knows that too, and that's what they're banking on. Mm-hmm. Um, despite my personal hope that they like crash and burn because of that hubris, it's a, it's a real thing, and they know it. And we can see that with companies signing on, they recognize that too. So they're gonna they're gonna attach to it and get people to pay attention to what they're announcing. Right. Um, now, what I'm personally most excited for, if you can't tell based on all the shit that I love in terms of gaming, I'm really, really, really hoping to see a lot of Starfield. Starfield is same Bethesda, here. Yeah. Is one of Bethesda's new IPs. Um, it's uh, at least our our concept of what this is going to be is like the Elder Scrolls, but in space, like mm-hmm. a really deep space sim. And especially after the flaming shit dumpster fire that was cyberpunk, I could use a really in-depth RPG set in the future. Yeah, no, I it, it's it's definitely something that's on my list um, as as a top one um because we really don't know anything about it like we know nothing we've we've really pure speculation from from yeah since they teased us with the title yeah there was screen you know yes there was a title and i think a a ship like warped in front of a planet and that was it you just like this is a game about space and it's called starfield and like that's really it that's all they promised so i I, yeah i do hope that they they give us something there um i'm assuming we're going to get more halo infinite as well Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm also excited for that because we're, I think we're like 150 days out from Infinite's release. Um, and the last time that we saw Halo Infinite, it caught a lot of, a lot of bad press pretty immediately. Um, so you know, I'm, I'm anxiously waiting for whatever they're going to mm. show us there. Um, because I've said it before, my heart definitely won't recover if Halo Infinite flops. So. I mean, they're doing the right thing with taking a lot of time. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, I hope I hope there's part of me that hopes that they get more fucking flack and they push it back again. Quite honestly, if if that's what they need. Um, yeah. So hopefully they share enough or they just share enough and it looks absolutely incredible. I'll definitely take that, too. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so those are probably one of the two biggest title. Those are probably the two biggest titles for me in terms of what I'm. Yeah, said that's going to be at like E3. That's not going to be at like a, a spinoff event right outside of E3. Yeah. And I mean, there is, of course, rumors of Nintendo involvement as well. They're they're part of the showcase. And if I were to name a game I'm second most excited for, it would be Breath of the Wild, too. Mm, now, true. I'm going to send this over to Kevin Oates. Kevin Oates, what, what do we think we're hearing from Nintendo about at this E3? What are, what are the rumors there on, on that side of things? Probably going to get uh, some more Wii U ports. Uh, brought over to the uh, Switch. No, I, yeah, I, 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 have a, I have a love-hate relationship with Nintendo, honestly, right now. and mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's leaning toward hate, but it's just really frustrating. I'm one of the uh, 10 people that bought a Wii U and uh, had played and beat a lot of the games that are currently out on the Switch. So I don't have that, that love. Basically, I use my Switch for first-party games that haven't already been released on the Wii U. Which, if you kind of cycle that down, it's kind of few and far between. I'm not about to play Wolfenstein mm-hmm. 2 on that thing and watch my Switch <laughs> melt in my hands. No? <laughs> so, no. It's not your wheelhouse? Um, well, isn't it true that a lot of those games that are more complicated are just server-based games when you play them on the Nintendo Switch? 
I was reading that in an article. Is that wrong? Well, I, well, I know a lot of some of the game cards don't have everything on it. You still have to download the right, right, right. From no, but I heard like a, a, a bunch of like games are like streaming off of servers. I know they tried that in Japan with some of like, the yeah, they did like Resident yeah. Evil it's, Seven. I mean, yeah. it might be some more, very more it's moving games. in that direction. Yeah, yeah. Some very advanced games I think are essentially streaming yeah. to your console, and you're just playing a video of mm-hmm. your game. But mm-hmm. I mean, back to your point, Trip. Uh, I've actually still never beat Breath of the Wild, by the way, so I probably should do that before I venture into two. <laughs> I, and I've had you, right, I was right. there day one when I got it on launch. I just, it, it's that world is too expansive for me. It's I just so get, great, I get, but I get lost. So big, man. And I get sidetracked, and um, I would really, God, this is, I don't know if anyone's looking for this, but if they come out with a Mario Kart Nine, I'd be through the roof because I've been Ooh. playing Mario Kart Eight since 2013 or 2014 yeah. when it came out on the Wii yeah, U. Yeah, because that was the Wii U, and then they just put the same thing out on the. Uh, Right. On the Switch. And I get a lot of people hadn't played it. Um, and there's a huge install base. And I think it's still their best selling game. So I would, I don't know what they could do, but I would just love just some new. What about the uh, the new yeah. rumored uh, Donkey Kong game? That's what rumored. About that? I don't think they'll have anything ready for it. That's just kind of more of like a, a rumor with. Um, Maybe just a little teaser. Just a little teaser. But I don't think they're going to talk about it. Do you think they're going to put a video out saying, like, you know, last like, time they did that? Please wait Remember? for more information. Remember they tried that a few years ago with uh, they put like a Bayonetta three and Metroid Prime. It was like the old Metroid Prime logo. Then they just put a four in front of it, mm-hmm. and then that kind of came back and bit them in the ass because the studio that was working with that prior was it like um, I can't was it did Bandai Namco maybe that was I can't remember who was working on Metroid Metroid Prime four initially, and Nintendo maybe a year into it looked at it and was just like we have to scrap this entire thing. Yeah, that and was they wild. The they shut down board. the entire. Entire project. So I, I did have pre-orders in for um, Bayonetta 3 and Metroid Prime 4 when they announced it. It went up on Amazon. And this is back when you could pre-order a game through Amazon, and it was 20% off if you pre-ordered it. And I had it locked in. And I still had it locked in from three years ago, up until I changed my current residence. And I had to cancel that pre-order on Amazon, because it wouldn't oh, let you change man. the address. It's been that oh, long. Shit. It's wow. been like three years now so since they've if done you, that. So. If you didn't move... You're telling me that when the new Metroid for Switch would have come out, you would have had a 20% off locked in? Yeah, Amazon used to do that. That's Whoa. one of the big perks of Prime. It was obviously it was $20 cheaper back then, and also you could pre-order any game. Um, actually, before that, you could do it with, uh, within two weeks of the game's release. It would be 20% off. Yeah, and I mean, it'd kick, be crazy they, even with the, um, like the canceling and, and re-releasing. Yeah. But uh, I had it locked in. And I had to. I had to cancel. It's been just way too long. So I don't. I don't. I think they kind of learned their lesson on. Damn. Well, I think they would just not to put out like a, you know, just like, hey, this is in production currently because um, yeah, they still think, probably will. I think even in the in the last mini direct, everyone was excited because they saw like Alnuma, uh, one of the directors of um, Zelda, and he said <laughs> he came out and just said, hey, we have no further news of <laughs> Breath of the Wild too. <laughs> He just yes, came right, right out and right, said right, that. Right. Yep. Um, so I think there, I think we will see Breath of the Wild stuff. Um, I don't know if we're going to see anything from a hardware standpoint, though. I don't know if they'll use mm. E3 to. And that's just my prediction. I, the rumor stuff, like, because people are talking about that a lot. You think they might save it for one of their own events? Maybe uh, they do really don't have one of their, unless they do like a like a direct for it, a direct for it, but. They, they, the rumor stuff drives me crazy because people just talk in circles about that. They've been wanting that for three years now. You know, almost as soon as like something comes out, it's like, all right, well, then what's next? Which I get, but yeah, I mo- think for this the year most part, there was a smoking gun in like um 
an executive for one of the panel companies in like a shareholder meeting confirmed like that their orders were put in for the Switch Pro in some capacity. I forget the details on that. I probably should have had that ready. Um, but I think yeah, that's why yeah. everyone is, is even more hyped because like I think you can't you can't really mince words with that. That wasn't yeah. um, like a hidden thing. So people know that it exists. They know that it's being produced in some capacity. And now it's just a matter of time. And of course, like you said, people have been wanting this for years and it's been a rumor for years because of that want. So now I think it just hit a, a fever pitch, really. For the most part, though, I, like my, my Switch C is docked and I'm not sure how great Mario Kart 8 is going to look in 4K, but I could be wrong. It could be one of those ones that comes out. You know, maybe I would want it, but I don't know. For right now, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm old school, but I'm okay with wait, waiting and seeing like actual mm-hmm. stuff instead yeah. of like talking in circles about like what this could be or what could be, you know, sure. You know, I don't mind waiting by the mailbox every month and get an update through a magazine. I don't know. That, that, mm-hmm. That's just me, but I don't yeah, know. I think, yeah, I think we're just, um, we're just very used to like instant gratification and, and wanting to, to know immediately, you know, especially yeah. for mm-hmm. some, some big things like, there's a lot of talks about Metroid right now because the the it posted on um, Walmart for a brief period of time. So now people are freaking out about it, Metroid. So, um, you know, anyone that's a fan of that and, and we're talking about Nintendo fans, right? So extremely loyal fan base that, you know, extremely loyal. It would be so, cool if they released the uh, the trilogy on the, uh, the Switch, you know, get people geared up for the fourth one. But I I'd also heard rumor and innuendo that. I guess like the coding in the trilogy was it's something with the Wiimote that they have on like uh, the third Metroid Prime game just doesn't like they'd have to basically rebuild the code from the ground up if they wanted to convert it to the to the switch mm. kind of similar to how like I don't you know like Skyward Sword I'm not sure if mm-hmm. it's kind of similar with that where they just have to redo like the like compatibility for the Joy-Con instead of the uh, the Wiimote you know what I mean that's kind of right, right. that's kind of tough to do Thank you for reminding me of that. I forgot that was coming out this July. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, it's July as well. Yeah, oh, very Mario, excited for Mario Skyward Golf. Sword. Don't forget about Mario Golf. Look, man, Mario the Golf series <laughs> is incredible. Slaps. I know. Slaps. I'm a big fan of Mario Golf. Did you drop sixty for this new one coming out? Absolutely <laughs> not. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't even. No I don't even own. Way, I don't even. Yeah. I don't even own a Switch, Kev. Yeah, you're right. So, um, wait for that pro, baby. No, I mean, I, you know, I don't buy games that, like, I really want to play because I think pricing of games is obscene. So, no, I'm not playing. I'm not spending that much money on Mario Golf. But, you know, it's, I mean, this, this, this leak from Walmart has Metroid up at $80. So. A deluxe um, special edition. It just says Metroid Nintendo Switch, $79. <laughs> um, so, I don't, I would hope that's some type of deluxe edition with something but you'd hope we'll see and you know what it i wonder with um with game pass kind of really being a stronghold for microsoft if they'll have any like surprise announcements and and be like hey like and this game's available right now on game pass right now like that'd be interesting to see if they Uh, do anything like that yeah that would be uh, that that does sound like something that they would probably do um yeah i think microsoft you know they're doing the right thing by by going to e3 I think it's the right move um, for them to to present at E3 um, for a lot of different reasons. But I think acknowledging that 
there will still be a lot of eyes, at least on this E3, I think is a good opportunity for them to one showcase Bethesda stuff, showcase Halo, but then also, you know, they are, they're always big on their services, sharing yep. more about like Xbox Live and Game Pass and things like that. So um, hopefully we can get some more, you know, the evolution of Game Pass. I, I still think it's the best. It's clearly the best value in gaming that currently exists. And it's oh, I don't think it's, it's not even a question at this point. Yeah. And it's the best service that that gaming currently has to offer so um like as an industry so if if they can continue to push the envelope and they can share some more um features or benefits that you would get out of that um i'm all for that absolutely what do you got kev i i know you guys had had a whole episode on this before and you guys have talked about this as well but i'm gonna try and make an analogy and stay with me on this one here but e3 is kind of like christmas obviously like a lot of people make the comparison sure i still feel like it has a purpose I think the spirit of E3, like whether or not you know there are people there buying tickets and all sorts of other crap, there's still going to be a lot of eyes on it. And I think it's just like the spirit mm-hmm. of, you know, people are going to release it, people are going to be excited about it. Forget all that like corporate shit, you know that that'll ruin anything. Um, right. Just as long as like, I, that, I agree that like, you know, it's that time of year where everyone's like, show me what you got, show me your hand, Let, let's see what you got, let's get excited for stuff coming out you know i still feel like that's a purpose whether or not it's e3 or not you know instead of you know the the nintendo directs aren't as like something you can look forward to because a lot of times they just drop them this you can at least circle on a counter be like all right a lot of companies are like gearing to show what they have for e3 um i don't know i feel like as long as like that spirit's there and you know e3 itself may not be needed but at least that time of year where you can get excited about new stuff coming out that yeah, kind of makes sense. I, that, I, I, no, uh, it does. I think you're. I think you're onto something for sure. Because companies that aren't involved in E3 directly, they're they're planning their events around this time of year. It just yeah. it's like a thing that we all look forward to. A thing we all recognize. Um, like we have Guerrilla Collective doing their event on the fifth. That's in three days. That's before like the primary event. You know, um, Jeff Keighley, of course, has a summer game fest that's going to happen two days before the official start. Um, there is Real quick, uh, Square Enix, Devolver Digital. Uh, don't they always do some like crazy shit? Uh, yeah, like every that? year like, they, Devolver they, does a pretty wacky thing. Yeah, I mean they're most they're the company that's most prepared to do any of what they're doing this year because they've done that every year. Like they've mm-hmm. always done right. an entirely digital presentation where you just watch it. You know what I mean? Like that's what they do. Like and it usually yeah. has some kind of like campy theme to it that's hilarious. And they briefly go through, these are the games that we're working on that are going to be released. You know, like, that's how I found out about, like, Ruiner. That's how I found out about um, the one with the banana guy that's shooting shit. Pedro? Pedro. I forget who that is. My friend Pedro. My friend Pedro. Yeah, so, like, I found out about them from watching that because I don't know shit that's coming out, you know? like I mean, they're they're great at doing that, generating a conversation. Around their games. games. Oh, that's how I found out about. uh, Aren't they also the publisher for uh, Disco Elysium as well? I don't think Uh, they develop. I think they're the publisher of that, but. It might be. Don't quote me on that, but I I think that's how I found out about Disco Elysium as well. Or maybe I heard about that from Neo, but I can't remember. But I want to get that. So if anyone cares about what I'm excited about, <laughs> I was about I, to ask Felix. We're gonna we're gonna pivot over to you a little bit. Did you want me? Did you want to pivot over here? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, what are you not, What are you looking not, forward to? Not be 
not too subtle over here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to speak. No. Um, yeah. So Disco Elysium, um, ha- there's been like crazy rumors that it's going to get a Switch port. I think currently it's it was released on March 30th on the PlayStation. And the game just looks fascinating. It's got like a bunch of different. It's an RPG that's isometric that has a bunch, you know, right up Locke's alley, you know, an isometric RPG, right? Locke, that's back me up on this. That's what you're into. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I just, yeah. I don't have, I, yeah, I mean, I've, I've but yeah, I heard, I, I heard, it ha- I heard it has a lot of um, uh, buzz and they're supposed to release uh, a final cut version of it um, that has, um, because the original game did not have any audio recordings basically you would just read the text like you would in any um isometric rpg like that and this the, eventually i think they recorded for the final cut they recorded audio like something like some crazy thing like i don't know i, I think million a million is a high number but i think they said something like a million lines of dialogue and which like game was that. this disco elysium, disco elysium. yeah so. No, they they did have a lot of audio, and I was watching streams of that. But there were yeah. sections of silence. So you're saying they've they've gone and done audio for every single. Well, there's a version called the Final Cut that I heard is coming uh, to the Switch. Mm. It, it didn't make it to the Switch. It might already be re- that. Might be the version that's been released on the PlayStation. But yeah, it's not on the Xbox. It's not on the PlayStation. But I definitely want to try that game. Excited about that. Um, preferably on my Switch. I think it'd be a lot fun mm-hmm. to play that on the living room. Yeah, it'd be a good uh, Switch title. Um, um, for sure. I'm behind on my Ubisoft games. I'm excited about Ubisoft games. Like Far Cry Six looks great. I was great. Say, are you are you a, have you played the Far Cry series? Are you a Far Cry of gamer? Of course, I played the Far Cry series, man. Far Far Cry Five. I ripped that game's asshole, man. Rip, ripped it a new oh. asshole. Like I played the <laughs> shit out of Far Cry Five, man. So like when and and okay. and, and to boot. In addition to Far Cry Five, to I'm boot. also I'm also huge into like like. Um, South American like political stuff, you know what I mean? Like related Very to specific. narcos culture and like <laughs> like corruption and like dude, all that shit is fascinating. Um and you know the new Far Cry 6 game is going to have fucking Gus Fring in it, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. You know like so frame, you combine yes, all those things together, I'm like I bought Watch, Watch Dogs Legion. I bought Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I know they're probably amazing games to play. Locke has said Assassin's Creed is cool as shit. But, dude, I might have to just say fuck those games until I play Gu- the Gus Fring game, man. Like, the Gus Fring game. Um, Giancarlo. Um, Esposito. Esposito, yeah. Fucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was his um, name? What? Yeah, what was his name in Do the Right Thing? I can't remember his name. His I, name? I've never seen Do the Right oh, Thing. Oh, my God, Do the Right Thing is so good. I just I, I didn't watch it back in the day. I just watched it literally during quarantine for the first time in my entire life. But Spike Lee movie, you got to check out. But he plays, um, I, I think his name is uh, Bugging Out or Bugging. Yeah, but, but I think his name was Bugging Out. And that. I think that's what it was. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, excited about uh, Far Cry 6, definitely. Um, I, I don't think, I think they might've released some gameplay from that or might've been just like cinematic trailers. I know I saw the cinematic. Did you guys see the cinematic trailer for that? I saw that it was out. I haven't watched it. Yeah. It's, it, it's very much like, um, it reminds me of Havana. Like maybe they're doing like, like Cuba, like they're doing like mm-hmm. a, a play on Cuba, like a fictional version of whatever their version of Cuba is what it seems like they're doing. So that's, now, that's really exciting. Now, speaking of Assassin's Creed, something I didn't know that was even in production or talks to to be a thing 
until we started researching, you know, what what is going on out there in the game world to get ready for the C3 discussion. Apparently, there's an Assassin's Creed VR project. Have you heard about this? I can't. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I have not um, heard about that. <laughs> I haven't either, dude. I had no idea. But apparently, uh, I found an article as far back as, well, I found 2020 articles. But from January 21st, an article um, confirmed by Ubisoft job listings for Assassin's Creed VR. So this is a real thing. And people are saying maybe we get some insight as to what this is going to look like this year. And that'd be very cool. Well, you're going to have to tell me what that's like because I don't. I'm not. I don't. No plans of having VR. <laughs> well, we're going to watch the same trailer, so we'll see what it's like together. But, but remember, remember to, this guy right here still then. has the problem of where it, he gets a tamping iron through his forehead if he plays VR for longer than 20 minutes. So it's like <laughs> I basically lose my frontal lobe if I play fucking VR. I just uh, want to throw one more game out there that I was just. Thinking about, I uh, was kind of excited for. Hopefully, yeah. um, Dying Light Two. I don't yes. So glad you mentioned that, man. I'm when, so glad you mentioned. I that. Didn't I send my... you the trailer trip? I sent that to you through a private text. I thought, or through. Oh no, in Discord. I put it in our Discord. You put it in the in, Discord. In, yep. In, yeah. Did you have the chance to check out the footage? Shit? Oh yeah. yeah God too. damn, that looked good. Because that was one Dying? that it looked like it was going to come out. I think they said two years ago in spring, and then I think they kind of maybe held back. Yeah. Yeah, they put a classic like announcement trailer, like or not trailer, but like the the text, like, "Hey, sorry to have to do this, but we want the game to be great." Blah blah blah. Not not opposed to that. Like I think we've we've come back to time and time again. Take all the time you need, whoever you are. When I first got my PS4 Slim, um, I think I I went to this website called Cooptimus Prime. It shows you like all like the games you can play online, like compatibility and stuff like that. I was like, oh, how about this game, like Dying Light? And I think I texted you, Trip, and a few of our other friends, and that was like my first like PS4 online experience. Like that game, the four of us like running like through the city together, like doing that online multiplayer was so much fun. It was so much fun with other people online. My my only, I love Dying Light, but that's one of these games where, and I I hope they balance it better in Dying Light too. But that's one of those games where as you become more OP, the game becomes less fun. Like it's really fun in the beginning when the creature is way more powerful than you and you die. I mean, maybe it just, it's a game that needs like, like a severely hard mode or something because like, as you, as you craft and you build, build like cooler weapons that get more powerful. I had the same problem with dead, dead, uh, dead Island when I played that. Which was which was dying like the just same development team or whatever just moved over. Um, but they like, took dying light and they took Dead Island and Mirror's Edge and they had a baby and that was dying light. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but I had that problem where you just craft better and cooler, more powerful weapons, and then eventually you become so damn OP. It gets the, the gameplay loop gets kind of like boring. Yeah. Well, um, to that point, still, if you like join up with a friend who had already been through the game, they could they could give you just broken as shit weapons. Oh, that are really know, powerful like, too. Yeah. A that, flaming and electrical at the same time sword and just come just, you know, lightning storm an entire village. Uh-huh. And then all, you're just done. Did you ever see that game, South park, you know, with the, uh, where they drop the sort of a thousand truths in. Oh yeah. Yeah. The yeah, yeah. That's it's, yeah. It's I had that experience. That. I had that experience. Someone yeah. came in and dropped the sword. And James, uh, it was, it was our buddy, James. <laughs> but, and, uh, um, <laughs> just to, just to finish I'm, up what I was saying real quick. Like, of course, I'm excited about any changes that are announced for Bethesda, you know, with Starfield. But I don't think we're going to see that, you know, like, I don't think we're going to see footage I, of that. I think one of their teaser images had a space theme, I think. 
Yeah. I think they, they haven't said it, obviously, but they got <clears throat> they got some kind of planets here. And like, look, they planets could be Halo, planets could be a lot of things. Um I don't know, man. I'm, Todd I'm, Howard's going to come out and he's going to go, look at Starfield. It just works. It just, it just works. It just works. It, it works, you know? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, man. It just works. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be really honest with you. I thought Dying Light 2 came out years ago. <laughs> it, was <laughs> it, it was supposed to. It was yeah. supposed to. It was really supposed to, yeah. No, no, I know. I, I don't think I got the memo that it didn't come out. <laughs> and this whole time, I thought Dying Light 2 existed in the universe. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the same can well, be said news. of Dead Island 2, because they've been talking about that for years as well. Dead Island 2. Uh, wait, no, I, th- I, th- I thought that came out. No, Rip-t- that Rip-t- De- Dead Island Riptide came out, which was like this, like, almost... Like a standalone... Thing. It, I think it was originally going to be a DLC, and then it became DLC-y like a thing. it became like a full game, uh, or they released it, and marketed it as a full game. But a Dead Island two never actually came out. Like Dead Island Riptide came out, yeah. And then yeah, Di- I, mean, I love Di- Dying Light. Like I, I don't know why I stopped playing it. To be honest with you, but I, yeah, I could. Could it be related to, to what I was saying? You get toward the end of it, and you're just so powerful. No, I never it's got. Kind of I never got boring. that far. They threw a ton of platforming I, at at the end. It was. Pretty crazy. Mm. The very, very end. I, to be honest with you, Trip, the probably the most, the thing I'm most excited for is what Warner Brothers is going to be announcing. Because, like, Tell me they, more. well, they have, okay, so Ed Boone has been kind of teasing this for a while. Ed so I, I like playing, you know, Injustice 2. I like playing mm-hmm. um, Mortal Kombat. A couple of years ago, um, when Marvel was at its height, and everything like that uh, when they came out was Endgame. Yeah, no. It's that washed company, Marvel. No, but like... <laughs> that Fucking assholes. <laughs> but uh, Endgame or Infinity War had just came out or Endgame had just come out, one of them. And I guess around that time, like Ed Boon, the guy who, who was behind the development of Mortal Kombat, and he basically said, hey, Marvel, he re- wrote an at tweet, hey, Marvel, why don't we get some, some talks going so that we can make a game out of Marvel characters. So I want to see, there's a lot of rumors now that Ed Boon might be working on uh, like a Marvel fighting game, just like Mortal Kombat, except you utilizing, oh. utilizing Marvel IP. So you're essentially going to have like Captain America and characters like that. Uh, very similar to Injustice 2 and, with their art style. And hmm. if that comes out, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> yeah, that's going to make a yeah. lot of PPs hard. For yeah, sure. that would make a lot of PPs really hard. Um, but yeah. I'm also excited about Gotham Knights, and I'm actually really curious to see gameplay footage of the Harry Potter game. I just read the books a couple of years ago, and the Hogwarts Legacy thing might be interesting to play. Um, I, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for that that uh like open world, like the Destiny version of Harry Potter. I just I, well, I hope it's shit, not dude. that. I hope it's an individual it's, it's game gonna, with a storyline. It's going to be that. Uh, actually, I don't be. know, man. It's they haven't been super clear on the marketing. I, I I'm I maybe interpreting that. I th- it I as that. Was, I thought they said it was going to be a solo game where you just play. They could be. Story. I could just be projecting what I want out of that game. You want like, a I Destiny want, version of it? Just want, you know, like you kill a hippogriff and then you get like a better uh, robe to drop or some shit. I don't know. It's, no, <laughs> it, like like what 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 do they call it? The hub world that you go back to. What is that called? In what, Destiny, the tower. In Destiny, what, uh, the yeah. tower. Your yeah. ta- version of the tower is your house. So you your common go, rooms. Yeah, yeah, you go back to, to yeah. Hufflepuff, or you go back yeah. to well, Slytherin. Let's get that. Let's get one thing straight. And here. I'm Slytherin, <laughs> so that's the, let's get that straight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I did the test. I did it all. I went I went to her website, you know, that you can go to. I went to Pottermore and got the official Yeah, result. I went to Pottermore. Yeah. I got the um, mm-hmm. Slytherin and then yeah. uh, I don't remember what my uh, Patronus is. I can't remember, but I have. I, can't I even have a wand. Either. I even have a wand, my friend. I got all that too. We'll compare Pottermores. We'll, let's compare some Pottermore. What does your hat tell you right now? What's it saying? This hat right now? <laughs> Telling me I'm not going to be a fucking wizard. I'm going to gain ten pounds. That's what it's telling me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's also saying uh, you're not a wizard. Probably... You're going to gain ten pounds in the next like fucking four months. <laughs> yeah. It's also saying probably a good time to wrap up the show. So yes. we'll listen to the hat and uh, take it on out here, man. Um, guys, yeah, thanks man. for listening to our E3 predictions episode. Please let us know what you think is coming out. Hit us on our socials, leave a review on iTunes, find us on YouTube, all that fun stuff. I am Trip Zero. You guys can find me at twitch.tv slash TripZeroTV. Um, I stream Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Currently doing a run of Resident Evil, uh, the entire series. And uh, in between each Resident Evil, this is a brand new revelation as of this week, we're going to be playing Power Wash Simulator, which is the best game on the market right now. Had an incredible calming time after RE3 power washing cars and homes. So we're going to continue to do that as a palate cleanser. Um, take it away, Locke. You can find me on Twitter at Locke underscore key. Um, yeah, just follow me there. Felix. This is Felix Hergood. I'm on uh, Twitter at, uh, at Felix Hergood and then Twitch at twitch.tv slash Felix Hergood. I've not been live in almost a year, but uh, one of these days, hey. Maybe Kevin Oates. Well, I just want to thank you guys for having me on. It's been a very long time, and I appreciate you uh, having me over today. Actually, man, this is really nice to kind of get back. We to had a hell of a good time scene, today. Yeah, man, you know, it was like, a lot uh, of fun. So, so it was cool, like kind of sharing the same air with someone again. You know, cool. But yeah. uh, actually, I, I'm actually uh, streaming Resident Evil Village. Um, all my socials are gone except Kevin uh, Oates one on yeah. Twitch. So. So if you want to hear me like breathe really heavily and like curse under my breath as I'm like trying to shoot off zombies and vampires and shit like that, be my guest. Come on in. Say hi. It's a great time. It's a great time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Always great having you, Kevin. Thanks for being here. We will see you guys next week. He hasn't done it yet because he's fucking loading up Skyrim mods. <laughs> Sorry, I put you on blast there, but you, I'm, I'm I didn't fucking, know it was going to be on the show. Just Rick, I'm on the cooking spit, man. Just on fire. He told me that. No, like, like just, just fucking why? Like what? What in between last I'm week sorry. and now I'm made, sorry, you, dude. made you go? Made you go? Yeah, I want to fucking do another Skyrim save. Let me find some fucking. I told mods. you because of the FPS boost thing that they just added. I wanted to see what the game looks like in, in a nicer <laughs> FPS. And, and then you that. wanted to, and then you wanted to tank the FPS by adding third-party fucking <laughs> mods onto it. You fucking goon.